Jingle Bells, Ryan Smells, Nathaniel laid an A, Clitmobile lost a wheel, and Iron Man 3 isn't a Christmas movie. This is the way of the dork. Welcome, everybody, to episode 74 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. And I'm disappointed. This is Collector Clint. And this is Asian Tony Stark. And thank you all for joining us this week uh, for another wonderful episode of our podcast. Uh, quick shout outs and uh, quick uh, let us, you know, letting you know where you can follow us on social and stuff. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, if you want to play bingo, we have a wonderful bingo card at dorksmanbingo.com, care of our good friend Andrew. Uh, who is at the uh, movie, not movie, the uh, Toy Rewind, so many podcasts, Toy Rewind podcast that he does with his brothers. Uh, so make sure you're following them. Uh, Joey's already fed up with my terrible mistakes in the <laughs> intro that he's left. Um, and shout out to Larry. Thank you, Larry, for building us the dorksmanbingo.com uh, redirect, which is nice and easy for us to access said bingo card. And you can follow him at the STS guys and also the Totally Rad Movie Pod. Um, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. The robot email is uh working well, I think. I haven't got an email <laughs> in a while. Uh, feel free to email us. Uh, we do read your emails mm-hmm. if you ever got them, but uh, it doesn't seem like you guys like to email us for whatever reason. Um, but emails cool. old now. We're, well, we're in, in all everything. fairness, Vin did email us many, 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 many months ago. He did. I don't know if we ever addressed his question yeah. to people. Oh, and and, to be and John clear. Newland has too, and Steph yeah. has. We have emails. It's just, Ed, Ed's emailed us a couple of times. I think Ed, Ed and Jess yeah. have both emailed, even just to say hi. So, you know, we have gotten some emails. Hi. Hey, Joey's hi. back. Joey's Did I leave? Back. Did I go somewhere? Well, you were fed up with Nate. I'm glad you cooled yeah, off you and came back. Took off. Isn't everybody fed up with Nate? <laughs> That's all like a TV Can show. you imagine if you're fed up with me now where you haven't seen me in like a year and a half? Wait till we can see <laughs> each other multiple times a year. Be really yeah, we were just talking about this on the podcast where I'm like, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But the reality is I saw Nate nine months ago in Vancouver. It was nine months ago that we were on our honeymoon. My wife and I. You and Nate were on your honeymoon now? Yeah, yep, that too. That too. Congrats, I was to say, I'm, ex- I'm expecting. I'm expecting. Yeah, It's been nine months. I don't want to know expecting. what you're expecting, though. <laughs> well, at least we know who the small spoon is here. Well, yes. <laughs> it's, more like a, it's more of like a spoon in a ladle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down. That's actually pretty funny. Spoon and a ladle. It's been a while since spoon we had a, and a ladle. Joke, so thank you. That's not a fat joke. That was because you're taller. He was going for a fat joke. He called you like three wooden spoons or something. Oh, no. It was definitely a fat joke. Let me just clarify oh, right. for all the listeners at home. I was definitely hey, calling you said it, not me. Fat. Oh, there you go. There we go. There we go. Um. Anyways, if you don't know what a ladle is, just Google it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Somebody's going to punch out their car tonight. Oh, well, I tell you there what. It is. How's the hemorrhoids feel? <laughs> Uh, Nate, you, you as gonna, you can tell, Nate, we're five days Nate, from Christmas. Are you gonna order the bell? I'm not. I I love Aww. the bell. I I fully I fully love the bell. I love the way, bell. By the way, we all we all are wearing uh headgear or head all headgear headgear, headgear swoop box. There you go. So all um, right, let's get some. Let's move. Yeah, on. let's let's 
let's do some real let's do some real discussion here. Uh, our first question uh, from our Ask the Dorksman stockpile. Uh, we always appreciate you guys um, dropping the questions. Clint likes to build a huge list, which we have to scroll through multiple pages. Um, but today we've got... Oh, uh, boo-hoo. This is a good thing. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. So more questions. Um, our first question this week comes from Alex, uh, DeLorean Wolfgang on Twitter. Uh Alex, who is part of the Secondary Heroes podcast, mm-hmm. uh, multi-time past guest on our show. Uh, we always love having Alex on. We always love interacting with Alex. Uh, yep. His question is, have you ever had a package stolen from your front door? Uh, very topical with uh, Christmas time, people ordering stuff from Amazon, whatnot. Um, Alex already answered the question. He says no, uh, but he had his identity stolen, which was just as recently as like two weeks ago where someone... Mm-hmm. Stole his identity and went and bought a very expensive car. So, it blows my mind that somebody was able to do that. That's great. Like, purchase a car. I've heard about people getting your identity stolen. Like, I've had my credit card compromised before. Mm -hmm. But to actually have somebody go as far as purchasing a car under your name, that's some crazy shit. That's a, that's like, that's a ballsy move, right? Because it's like, you're going to need, like, and there's cameras in there. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, a lot how of identification. Stupid, are you? It had to be online. I- I'm curious to know. Oh, but I'm- oh yeah, that's true. Right. Well, anyway. it's a lot of places. Yeah. Anyways, touche. Good point. I will shut up now. All right, Joey. Have you ever had any packages stolen from your front door? No. That's your okay. answer. No. Dude, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to expand on? I mean, was there an almost? <laughs> what do you want to say? <laughs> um, have you tried to steal someone's package from their front door? No. It's a great question. Good job picking this one out. This yeah. leads to great discussions. You know what? I, I never have. I'll be, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I've actually thought about doing it just to see if I could do it. I mean, I, I'd give it back. It wouldn't even like, I don't I'd give it back. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better, Clint. Car. You're still no, a thief that, if but you that's, take that's it. kind of the thing about, about the whole porch pirate thing. They're like taking, they're taking a risk even doing it, but then they're taking, you know, they're stealing it and then, they're going to get stuck with what, you know, like there's a chance there could be something really nice in there, but there's much more likely chance, especially with the pandemic going on, that if they're stealing something with an Amazon box, they're stealing, you know, Kleenex. They're stealing granola yeah. bars. Hand sanitizer. Yeah, hey, I mean, they're not. Granola bars would be very welcome in my household. Let me just state that right well, now. Worth, worth going to jail for if you get caught? I wouldn't take it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I would be thoroughly upset if somebody stole my granola bars. Gotcha. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, like they, 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 they risk it and there's all these cameras and I just don't get it. And, and and it's not even like you can justify it in any way. You can't be all, oh, I stole it because I need bread to feed my family. You know, you can't do that. You can't say that. In fact, it, it's funny. It happens around our neighborhood all the time. Really? Um, yes. Luckily, we have not been hit. But what ends up happening a lot of time is something gets stolen, but then you'll find it down the street later on because they'll open the package, not one, and just throw it on the window. That's mm. terrible. That's awful. Yeah, I agree. I, it, I but I just I've never understood why it's worth, you know, getting caught with the cameras to steal yourself, you know, um, a, a three pack of lotion or something. I don't know. That's the point. <laughs> well, I'm old enough to remember when they, uh, just about everybody, no matter what it was, required a, a signature. And mm-hmm. now I think we're just so overwhelmed with uh, shipments and packages, not just because of COVID and not just because of the you know, the Christmas season and the combination of those two, but even prior to the quarantine, 
they had stopped requiring signatures on most items like most uh sellers or whatever uh would have to specially request that and i can't remember having a package recently to where it required a signature um and i think that's mm. probably led to a spike in it i would think because people are like oh you know this this person's just going to be able to you know get their item back but you know right. it's a big pain in the butt you got to file a police report and mm -hmm. most of the time and all kind of stuff so well yeah is it even worth doing all that too you know depending on what they stole depending on what they stole too yeah. you know what i'm saying i mean if if i had you know ordered a pop from the funko shop i'd just be like oh well i just got you know screwed out of 20 bucks 22 dollars or whatever it is with right. shipping and tax but you know if it's like a pair of shoes or you know a, a tv or some other high-end electronic thing then yeah i'm gonna file a police report and yeah hopefully get a credit back for you know whoever it was that i bought it from right anyway i have not but I, i've constantly thought about putting out a fake box with something disgusting in it and i haven't done just that to yet see oh oh do you remember that video that circulated Oh, it's been months now with the guy that was setting booby traps yeah. uh, for people. And then there was a rumor that he had faked those videos and had hired people to... Oh, to steal them? To steal them, like, and, you know, get the glitter bomb in the face or whatever it was. But nonetheless, it was still extremely hilarious watching the glitter yes. bomb go mm -hmm. off of people's well, I, I do know, I do know people around here uh, have boxes full of shit they give them, like their dogs <laughs> poop and leave them on the porch and hope they get stolen, but incredible yeah anyway Uncalled that's the answer to my question that's a long-winded answer to that simple no <laughs> how about you so, Ryan? i have a more interesting answer here not from the porch but yes i have had something stolen from the mailbox not like recently when i was a kid i must have been maybe like say eight or nine i'm only guesstimating around that age because it was Mega Man 2 that got stolen from me so oh i don't remember oh, where no. my parents ordered it from and let me also state, I love Mega Man 2. I ended up getting it after. But the original copy, my mom had ordered it from somewhere. It was supposed to come via mail. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's kind of similar to the situation that Clint is in right now, where he sent off something like, say, 50 miles away, and it's still in transit after two weeks. Yep. Um, three weeks went by, and we finally noticed it didn't come in. So my mom kind of figured it's probably gotten stolen. And mm. come to find out, my neighbor up the street stole it. Oh. How did how did you find that out? We how found out like um, a couple months later because his mom ratted him out. Oh, his mom did. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so you got the game eventually, just later? Um, no, because I had oh. already gotten it. Oh, I see. She ended oh, up. Okay. I think she ended up giving my mom whatever the money was. Gotcha. Right. Twenty, thirty bucks for whatever the game cost. But yeah, I did have something stolen from me. Wow, it's terrible. Um, I not packages, but when we first got Banner, like we would just put like an extra pair of shoes out in the front, just so we have if he had to go mm -hmm. out, uh, to mm -hmm. pee and stuff, we would just slip our shoes on and go. Um, I've had my shoes stolen from uh, from that front porch before, which is like, why are you taking my old shoes? Like, what, what's the point? Like, I congratulations i guess you know um, you know what's for... funny is I've, I've had shoes stolen before for me too at the gym yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. see that sucks because i mean but i mean why would you steal someone's gym shoes like so i actually know the reason for that because the school i went to was cu denver and it's like in the middle of downtown and i guess uh, bums would try to come through the locker oh, room to try to find you. stuff okay. so i was just gonna I, say it's probably homeless so mm -hmm. probably i was like all right you know what? if you need this you need those size eights or nines that badly 
I'll get yeah. over it. Yeah. So, so if we're talking about just in general having stuff stolen, uh, I did one time when I was working in New Orleans, somebody busted out my back window to oh, take damn. a very small toolbox of very simple tools, like maybe a screwdriver and a wrench and a pair of pliers and a roll <laughs> of duct tape and a case of like CDs that were maybe like 10 or 20 CDs in it or something. That's basically all they got. And busted my back window it was an extended cab pickup truck so like he used a screwdriver to pry the window and they were just trying to pop it open but ended up popping the entire glass oh, right. just fell in and broke yeah yeah, yeah. that's shattered so, and you never, never found out you never got caught that you know of not that i know of no no um so i had one good story about um people like so i used to work when i was at ea uh, I worked on NHL for a few years and I, one of the producers I worked with, he used to get all the jerseys from the European hockey leagues. So he'd get shipped mm. like boxes of jerseys for references. Cause he used to do all the, the referencing for art and stuff. And there was this one particular team Jersey that um, I loved. Uh, he was used to give them to me because after he's done doing it, he's like, I don't know what to do with these. I usually donate them. Um, but if you want them, take which ones you want. So I picked up two of the jerseys. Um, I had a buddy that I played uh, NHL online with and he, you know, we, we love these jerseys. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to send him one. So I sent him one. Uh, and at the time they were using FedEx as a shipping company. So I shipped this jersey down to him. Week, two weeks later, I get a call from our shipping person. She's like, Hey, did you ship a jersey out, you know, like to California for a buddy? And I was like, yeah, I did. She's like, I'm gonna need you to come downstairs. I'm like, okay, like what the hell happened here? And then she goes, okay, so what happened was the guy at FedEx that was picking up the packages, I guess he noticed that there was a package um, marked to leave the studio or whatever. And I guess he felt like the package and was like a jersey. So the guy tried to steal it. So he stole this jersey and he was probably expecting it to be like some kind of like, maybe it was a Canucks jersey or maybe it was like an NHL jersey. Um, maybe something signed because, you know, we get a lot of things that we send out to, you know, different marketing people or whatever. So this guy probably thought he hit the jackpot and he opens this thing up and it's fucking German league hockey. jersey. <laughs> that you're, no one's ever going to have heard of. And, and she was like, yeah, well, we found the jersey. We found the guy that like, it was the FedEx driver that stole it. Um, and, you know, we'll ship it back out for you for free or whatever. And, like, what happened to the guy? And he's like, oh, he's been fired. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, you can't keep him after that. Oh, yeah, of course oh, not. But yeah, she... losing your job over a German DEL league hockey jersey has got to be one of the silliest things that anyone's been ever fired for. Well, so. that, that's why I'm so confused why people feel it's it's worth the risk to stake, right. stake something off somebody's porch. I've never – anyway – I feel great like, question, Alex. Yeah, in in that when I think about it, I think people think it's like a victimless victimless crime almost. Like yeah. it's like no one's seeing me doing this. Like if there's no camera, no one's gonna know it's missing. I think people feel like they're bold enough to do that based on that, but it's it's a shitty thing to do. So just they also do probably think that the retailer, you know, Target, Amazon, whatever, will refund or replace it, and so you know, you're really hurting them. But no. it's still stupid. I want her. Yeah, stupid. One hundred percent agree. Just. Keep your own shit. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Right. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> for some people, it's, it it's, is. Apparently, it is. Yeah, for yeah. some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. Anyways, thank you, Alex, for that question. That 
turn into a much longer discussion than we were anticipating. Uh, next question comes from uh, Bernie Lockard. Um, Bernie from the Three Bam Podcast. Yeah, three beers and a mic. His question, and this one may be up for discussion, but what is your favorite Christmas cookie? Okay, so we're clarifying, like, not just what your favorite cookie is, but what's your favorite cookie Christmas to have cookie. Christmas. Yes. Specifically Christmas cookie. Specifically Christmas cookie. A well-made snickerdoodle is Ooh. hard to beat That's true. during Christmas That's time. Yeah. Or, or just a plain well-made sugar cookie for Christmas. I mean, normally I'm a chocolate chip kind of guy myself, but yeah, uh, during the holidays – me a good sugar cookie or a good snickerdoodle and i'm i'm in heaven so uh my answer is actually um i i my neighbor brought some of these over just the other day and they're so good it's the peanut butter cookies with the hershey kiss right and smack dab mm. in the middle and i feel like you only see those around the holidays i don't feel like you see those year round so um that's mine right now because it was it was damn good thank you kylie it was delicious so that's my answer that sounds really tasty. I don't that actually have good. an answer because I don't eat a whole lot of cookies. And so I don't know anything specifically that strikes me as a holiday cookie. Although I'm going to go with Clint. That sounds freaking great. I like peanut butter cookies, period. So right. that sounds awesome. I would love to have one right now because I'm kind of hungry. Actually. Yeah, it was turned out. <laughs> so I was now before that answer. I don't know. I mean, the sugar cookie makes a lot of sense. The snickerdoodle makes a lot of sense. But, you know, chocolate chips always my go to. And I mean, Santa likes chocolate chip cookies or so I've heard. So uh, that's what I would go with if there wasn't that other cookie. Wait, aren't you Santa in your in your household? That's the point. That's the joke. Is it? Is it a joke? It was, I didn't say it was a good one, but. <laughs> Uh, oh, you and eight. Um, yeah, I think sugar cookies are definitely my favorite during the season, just because you get the the wonderful Christmas tree shapes, you get the star shapes, you get all the dinosaur shapes, whatever shapes that they come in. Um, you can get creative with it, and you put all the the icing on it and whatnot. So it's always it's always a good time. I think I also really like a good gingerbread cookie. Like a good gingerbread man yeah. is like just nothing beats maiming a gingerbread cookie and, and this is the only time of year that gingerbreads like sounds good right like if i told it's, you in like weird. july hey you want to you want a gingerbread cookie yeah. you're like no no <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, weird. it's weird right yeah <laughs> did you really say dinosaur cookie earlier where the hell yeah, it's like that a dinosaur shape from? you know it's just the shapes yeah the crazy the cookie shapes, cutters come out yeah i get sure that. okay yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe i'm the only one that felt that was weird okay anyway uh, Thank you yeah, for the question. Bernie. Thank you. That was a much shorter to... discussion than I was expecting because I thought we were going to like, I thought someone was going to say something stupid, like just be like, mm, I like Ritz crackers. And then we just like get flamed for like half an hour. I like cheese. And cookies. Yeah. But hey, we're, we're all on the same page here, which is nice for once. Yeah. It won't happen again. Strange. It won't happen. It won't. We won't it let won't. it. Um, so as you guys can tell, we're getting in the festive spirit. Uh, we're five days from Christmas. By the time you hear this, we're four days from Christmas, which is honestly, uh, blows my mind that the year's kind of gone so quickly and also so short, uh, sorry, so quickly, but also feels like so long, um, that we're nearing the end of it. Um, but we want to get together today to talk about something that we always have joked about and, but we're going to finally settle this and put this to rest. 
um, specifically with Iron Man 3. Are we now? We're not. No. We're not, but this is going to be good. Um, we want to talk about Christmas movies that are they actually Christmas movies? So are these movies that have a setting of Christmas in them, are they actually, can they be considered Christmas movies? And I think we should start with Iron Man 3 because... Um, oh, we should have ended with Iron Man 3. We we'll end with it. We can still can. We can end with Iron Man 3. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to start with? You want to start with Die Start Hard? with it. It's the worst Marvel movie. End with it. It's not a Christmas movie. There. It's not the <laughs> worst Marvel movie. <laughs> Done. Uh, no, that that uh, that honor goes to uh, Thor, the Dark Yeah, World. I was going to say the Dark World. Yeah. Eh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think we have to establish this, first of all, before we go on for our listeners. I, I understand there's a difference between a movie that comes out to, during Christmas that's intended to be a quote-unquote Christmas movie and a movie that just happens to take place during Christmas. So we're not going to – I don't think our discussion is going to be debating that because every movie we're going to talk about takes place during Christmas. So if we were saying that was the measuring stick, then all these yes would be Christmas movies. I, I think what we're debating, unless I'm wrong here, is whether this movie has quote-unquote the Christmas spirit to it. Is it a movie that you would watch during Christmas, whether it you know, be by yourself or with family or whatever? Because like I said, it's pretty simple. Is Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie? If you say, does it take place during Christmas? Yes, discussion's over. World's shortest podcast, we're done. So we have to set some kind of parameters here for our discussion slash argument that we're going to have. By the way, but, I want to record an episode where it's the world's shortest podcast and it's just one sound and that's the end of it. Anyway, please go on. Done. Yeah. There's episode think, 75. So, so we're going to throw that out. So we understand because every movie we're going to talk about tonight has Christmas as part of it. So, so right. that's not the measuring stick. That's not the measuring stick. Right. I think what you can – I think another thing that we need to consider is if you took Christmas out of that movie – would that movie still work? If it doesn't, then I would lean towards it being a Christmas movie because it the central theme is Christmas. Like if Christmas is a plot device of that movie or like a staple of that movie, I think it pushes it more towards it being a Christmas movie than not. So like a Christmas story, for instance, if you take Christmas out of that, it's <laughs> right. just a weird it's movie. Not, it's it's just some weird little kid that wants a gun. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Which I get would, that. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's not a bad. Yeah. That's not a bad way to, to look yeah. at it. Right. Uh, yeah. That's a good measuring stick. I'll go with that. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's start. I would like to actually start with one that, when I was doing a little research on this, surprised me that it came up on several internet lists as not a Christmas movie, and that's Home Alone. <laughs> I like, beg to you, differ. It how is. do you? How do you dare? Right. Dare, sir, or madam, as the case may be, suggests that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. My only thought on that is Home Alone 2 is not a Christmas movie, right? Why? That's no, there's no about the original one. There's Understood, no but I'm saying the same, the same thing works. Under that same criteria, the only thing that makes it the Christmas portion is that his family's gone on Christmas holiday. But in theory, and this is just hypothetical... They could be on summer vacation, right. you know what I mean, and, he, and then they could have gotten lost as well on summer vacation. Right. That's that, now. I mean, then I mean, but the problem with that is obviously, like, you can't do the ice stuff. Then you can't do, um, you know, the church stuff won't work nearly as well. It'd be weird if Kevin went to church by himself in the middle of July versus around 
the holidays. So I, I, I hear your. I'm just trying to think of where that's coming from. I agree with you. It's it's a it's a holiday movie, but right. I'm just trying to think of where the argument comes from that it is not a Hollywood. I mean, he's singing movie. Christmas songs right. in the movie right. too, right? So. Uh, uh, I think if I understood correctly, and I kind of get where they're coming from on on some of these, is that Christmas itself has to almost be like kind of what Nate was saying, like as a plot device, I guess, but almost like it's a character in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. Christmas is important to the story. And and for me, for Home Alone, it is just like what Mm -hmm. what Clint said. You know, it's all about, I understand it's about him growing up and maturing um you know and and being a changed person from the time he's he gets left alone to the time you know they come back but at the same time i think there's a big christmas spirit thing uh theme excuse me in there uh you know clint mentioned the the church scene i think that scene between him and the the neighbor that's always salt in the ice that they you know say saying is a serial killer at the beginning of the show uh, right. the movie. I, I think that interaction, I think that whole Christmas spirit type thing is a big driving force in the movie. So basically everybody that wrote that article on the internet, you'll never hear this, but you're a bunch of morons. So <laughs> that was just me throwing something out there. I, I didn't think any of us were going to debate that one. I was just trying to figure it out more than anything. You can't figure out stupid Clint. Well, I've tried numerous times and probably yeah. will again, but Anyway, I mean, that's why I finally just accepted Nate for who he is. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> better look, how much, ha- look so, how much happier you guys are. Exactly. You, you know, know, like, together now. I can't figure out this idiot. So I'm just going to accept him for his moronic ways and, and move on with my life. And now McGuire has two dads. All right. Moving on. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's wonderful. All right. What else on the list? Uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. I can't Absolutely comment too much about this because I really don't remember too much about the plot. So, okay. I mean, the plot is it's a Christmas movie. Well, <laughs> so why don't you explain that to somebody that might debate it? Okay, so I, I think the big thing is again looking at it as Christmas is a character almost within the movie. People argue that that one, unlike Home Alone, Home Alone, you take out Christmas. To me, it's not Home Alone. Like it doesn't have the same staying power as far as people wanting to watch it over and over again die mm-hmm. hard at its heart is not a christmas movie at its heart it's an action movie like if you take out chris kind of like what you said if it's kevin's family going on summer vacation yes mm-hmm. it's still a movie but it's not i don't think as well loved of as a movie but if you all of a sudden change die hard to be just some random day like it's new year's eve instead of christmas eve or whatever it is that's going on with the party then it's still a hella good action movie. I personally think it is a Christmas movie, but I understand people's point of view on Die Hard and why they say that it's not, because it's not an asset to the movie that it take place during Christmas. I, I disagree with it not being an asset. I, I First of all, I absolutely agree Die Hard is a Christmas movie. If you think about the plot of Die Hard, um, Okay, sure. You take away that his ex-wife or his separated wife, he's going to see her on Christmas Eve for the holidays. You take that out. It's not the holidays. He can go see her anytime he wants. But the reason why the terrorists are targeting the plaza during the holidays is because everyone's gone home for the holidays. There's less people. The streets are empty. um, You know, there's much less going on in the city. Um, People are off celebrating with their families and whatnot. So it makes it a lot easier for them to make I, a lot of noise in the building to to to, to rob this place. I'm going to play devil's advocate. You could do that same thing over Thanksgiving. 
you could do that same thing at night. The whole thing takes place at night when no one's there anyway. Right. Just saying. I'm just saying. I love it as a Christmas movie. I think I, I, well, I think it's there, fantastic. But, okay, so you have the you have the, the Christmas part plays the part in why it even happens in the first place. Okay, right. let's say that's the case. There also is the uh, I have a machine gun now. Ho ho ho! Yeah, portion um, that adds to it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other references to the holidays actually in that movie besides the end when they say Happy Holidays when the when. Carl Winslow, whatever his actual character name, <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce Willis goes our separate ways. Carl um, Winslow, Carl Winslow. So I, <laughs> I'm actually impressed. I remembered that character's name, but my point is, besides those instances, where else is Christmas either even mentioned in the movie? And this is more for the, and that, this isn't me being a smartass or playing devil's advocate. This is me asking seriously, where else does it talk about the holidays there? I don't know if it's necessarily talked about because I, I, I can't remember for the life of me this part because it's been since last year since I've seen it. I haven't gotten around to it this year. <laughs> right. Christmas but, you watch it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know there's the whole um, – isn't there like some gift that he's getting or something? I'm trying to remember that part in the beginning where he's trying to get a gift for his wife or kid or something. I mean there's other Christmassy stuff to it. Okay. Um, but it's not uh, uh, again, unlike some of the other movies, if you take Christmas out, it's still an action movie. Whereas if you mm-hmm. take Christmas out of Home Alone, which is just like some random slapstick comedy, and again, how does it, you know, hold weight? I mean, obviously it it loses the holiday appeal, so people don't, you know, watch it during that time. It's mm-hmm. not like Elf, you know, where right. again it's it's not argued that's a Christmas movie and that's you know the movie is about Christmas and the Christmas spirit. Taking taking Christmas out of Elf would be just a deranged, uh, mentally ill adult while roaming around New York in tights, wondering where his dad is. So you know what I find um, find odd is that uh, the movies that made us just did their holiday special with Elf and uh, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas, Christmas. but the two best Christmas movies. Die Hard and Home Alone were done as part of their regular series and not the Christmas mm, holiday um, movies that made there us. You go. There you go. Wow. Anyway, so I mean I I think I think I agree with you that Home Alone or Home Alone, Home Alone is too, but that Die Hard is actually a Christmas movie. Um it's almost like the spirit of Christmas encourages you to watch it. It's funny. I don't know. It's funny. How many Die Hards are there now? Five? Mm, I think yes. I know this no, but, but my point, no, my point is, my, regardless, my point is, does anybody ever get excited? Ooh, I need to go watch Die Hard 3. I mean, Samuel Jackson's in it, so there's a reason to watch it. But no one, like, has the urge to watch it like they do around the holidays. Right. One and two. I think one and two for me are the ones that I watch during the holidays because they're both Christmas. Does two take place during the holidays? Like, you see, no one even talks about Die Hard 2. So, okay. Two's the one at the airport, right? Yeah, two's the one at the airport, yeah, okay. which is Christmas Eve at uh, at the airport. Yeah. Also Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah, also so, Christmas movie. so I say yes. Nate says yes. Clint yeah. says Ryan says he never watched it or doesn't remember. And he's yeah. he's it's he's playing Minesweeper or something on his computer right now. He's not paying attention. <laughs> Minesweeper. Yeah. So we'll, we'll move on. I do play Minesweeper. Just just to clarify, but not right now. No. Yeah. You seem like a <laughs> it's a nerdy game okay. to play. Yes. All right. I'm gonna throw the next one out for everybody. Minesweeper too. Gremlins. 
Could have been just a birthday gift. It didn't have to be a Christmas gift. Right. You're right. He's got a and point I'm trying there. to think of and it's been a long time. And like I remember Gremlins 2 much better than Gremlins 1. Which it's is been funny a long time because... since I watched the Gremlins movies myself. But, is Gremlins but... 2 the one they make fun of in Key and Peele and at the end they're like all of this is actually in the movie. Do y'all remember that skit that they did? No, yeah. I like it's like so it's like all the board members are sitting around or like producers are talking about the movie and they like bring in somebody to like pitch them some ideas. And it's just like the most off the wall pitches about stuff that should take place in the movie. And there's like, oh, this statue comes to life and blah, 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 blah. And it's all this stuff that they list out. And so they like kick this dude out thinking he's crazy or whatever. I can't remember exactly what happens at the end. But then at the very end of the skit, they're like, and all this stuff actually made it into Gremlins 2. And it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But I'm sorry. Go ahead, Clint. Tell us about well, I'm just saying, I remember two versus one, and the reason that's important is they're they're basically the same movie. Gremlins two just came later and had more, you know, more ideas thrown into it. But yeah, besides being the holiday gift, I can't think of any other reference that I recall from Gremlins to constitute it as a holiday movie. Mm-hmm. But please tell I, me I'm wrong any way you can. No, I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like see when I was thinking back about these movies on the list, I was like do I remember Christmas as being an important part of this movie? And I'm right. like, oh, wait, Gremlins took place during Christmas. So I'm like, no, to me it's not. Because, again, I don't remember that. It's got to be a big part of it for me to remember it and then say, oh, yes. And then I still have to make the argument to myself, oh, it's a Christmas movie. But mm. to me it's not. I don't know. What about you there, Asian Tony Minesweeper? <laughs> <laughs> this is another movie I don't really remember too much about for like the overall plot. So right, I'm gonna go with you guys. I mean, obviously my main fo- my main focus today is gonna be discussing yes, Iron Man three. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll let you uh, log to say there. the next twenty minutes, and uh, we'll we'll buzz you when it's time to talk about Iron Man three. We'll, we'll call you. We'll Fair. we'll buzz you back in. Fair. We'll let you know as I work on the artwork um, for this week. There you go. Ho ho ho. Um, I, I don't think I, I think I agree with you guys. I don't think Gremlins necessarily is a Christmas movie. Um, again, this is one that I'm gonna have to go back and watch myself. But you're right; it's a Christmas gift. But it could have been or very easily been a uh, could have been a birthday gift. It could have been Barbara a birthday gift. Hey, I ran over your bike gift, right? <laughs> like you know, it could have been it could have been any of those things. So sorry for stealing your um, package gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry for stealing your package gift. Um, yeah, I mean, just because it takes place over the Christmas time period doesn't necessarily mean it has to be necessarily a Christmas movie. Um, so yeah, I think this is a this is a no for me. No for me. No for we me. have three no's and a leave me alone. I'm playing Minesweeper. So <laughs> and a Minesweeper. The a next movie is very interesting, and so I'm I'm waiting to hear some people's takes on this one. Batman Returns. Mm. I'm going to let y'all go first on that one. So I I absolutely remember it taking place during Christmas. But I, I'm trying to think of anywhere where it makes sense. I guess the only part that really makes sense that it's part of Christmas is the penguin and how much he supposedly likes the cold. But you can also like the cold in January. So... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to recall I, again. I remember Christmas being a part of it, but even God, when, when that come out, ninety two. <laughs> so it's really hard to remember. About, I'm right? like, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's ninety two. I'm trying to remember 
anything else that really made me feel like it was a holiday movie. Well, there's the big downtown uh, scene with all the Christmas stuff. That's the, pretty Christmassy. The, is there a part on the Christmas stuff where like the penguin rides down something on his umbrella? Or is that my, am I just making that up in my head? Rides down what? Like, like he right, uses the umbrella like to run right down a string of lights or you know decorations that are up or something like that. Not that I, I think recall. he does. I, I, now that Clint's mentioned it, I think there is a scene where he does that and busts all the bulbs on it. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a. I don't know. I wouldn't call that a central part of the story. Uh, I, yeah, no, that part's not. But like I said, there's like the big scene. I guess downtown, if you want to call it that, with all the Christmas presents and all the big um, decorations and all that kind of stuff. But but I'm I'm going back to the whole thing of here's my thing. Like when I think of these movies that are on the is it or isn't list, is it one of the first things I think of? Is it the second thing? Is it there? If I have to get to like, is it the tenth thing about that movie that I think <laughs> about? To me, it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Right. So again, Batman Returns. If it doesn't take place during Christmas, to me, it doesn't really change the movie. It's still a Batman comic book movie. To me, it's not a Christmas movie. I, I agree. I you know what this is uh, leading to for you, don't you, yeah. Agent Tony Minesweeper? <laughs> I have a it's lot coming. of I have a lot of yeah, arguments. That's what you're doing here. over there. You say you're working on the artwork, but I think you're typing a dissertation over there <laughs> with your points from your time hey. at the speech and debate club at hawaii high or wherever it was hey if he does if he, if he has a dissertation i'm i will read it so good on him let's keep so i think it's three nose and, and orion again no <laughs> let me ask you guys this because i remember <laughs> i remember parts about this movie okay um, and i'm also trying to refresh my memory here the yeah, part where I the agree. the penguins come out with the missiles and all of that isn't that closer mm -hmm. yes. to new year's i could have sworn that that part in specific it's like closer to I'm new year's to remember Eve. I think it takes place over kind of like that holiday week that yeah. leads from like Christmas to New Year's. So I think there may be part of that in there too, but it's definitely takes place also during the Christmas part of the holidays. Okay. I bring up that part because for the movie to be focused specifically around Christmas and around that time period, that would constitute more of like me saying, yes, it would be a, considered a Christmas movie. There are not enough elements of christmas and in my opinion here from the limited recollection that i'm pulling here to say yes that it is a christmas because that part alone the fact that it i'm pretty sure it's closer to new year's that kind of like puts the nail on the coffin for me what's say you nate i don't think it is i mean yeah like clint said it's just like if it's you're talking weather wise, it could be it's cold all year round in some places. It can be, you know, like just because there's snow doesn't necessarily mean it has to be during um, the Christmas week. And I mean, to your point, too, Joey, where it's like when I think about this movie, what am I going through in my head? Sure, I, I know it's set during Christmas. I remember the Christmas tree. I remember, you know, there's a lot of celebrations and lights and whatnot, but that's it. Like there's no, there's nothing there that says, that none of this stuff could have taken place a week before, two weeks before Christmas. Um, you know, it, it didn't even need to mention Christmas at all. And I think um, the movie could carry on very well. It uh, doesn't move that. the movie forward. No, it doesn't. No. Or, or, so. or any 
any shape, form, or fashion. I mean, to me, Gremlins has a better argument because, again, it's a Christmas present <laughs> that he gets. Right. It's a last-minute right. present that he gets. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to me, it has more of an argument. Uh, but I ever, Turns is not. Is there a gift that Batman receives in that gift or in that movie that's supposed to be, you know, from a villain and that's how he finds something out or they knock? I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of anything I can at all recall with this movie and how it relates oh, yeah. to Christmas. Because, I mean, everywhere it's referred to as a Christmas movie. You know? I don't. Just like Gremlin. But. Again, if I've got to think back to an old movie and somebody says, oh, that took place during Christmas, or the fact that I saw it on is it a Christmas movie or not list, mm-hmm. and that rings, oh, yeah, that's right, Christmas is part of the movie, then to me it's like, okay, it wasn't a Christmas movie to me. Right, right. That I had to be reminded that Christmas, or that it took place during Christmas. Yeah, gotcha. I think, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think so. I'm, I'm curious as to why people think it is a Christmas movie. I think that's in some of these cases where I feel that it's not, I, I feel like I need to see people's arguments as to why the, why it is. And it's got to right. be better than they have a giant Christmas tree and they do a Christmas lighting ceremony. Because I'm just glancing through the Wikipedia because it, it has been a while since I watched this movie. Um, but I do remember a lot about it. There was a, there was a charity ball where mm-hmm. Penguin had like a, uh, had a plan to kidnap um, or to kill somebody there, but that could be any time. That doesn't necessarily need to be a. It's not a. Even if it was a Christmas ball, it could have been a charity ball in the summertime. You know, like it wouldn't have to necessarily been a Christmas themed event to move the plot point forward. Okay. Yeah. Um, so before maybe we get if it to was the... like Jesus's birthday party, then you know that's different, <laughs> right? Like, so anyway. so before we get to the the, the biggie, uh, the elephant in the room. Um, I'm just going to run through some of these other ones that I found. And, and if anybody has some comments, I thought it was pretty interesting. The other one that I meant to mention earlier with Home Alone that got brought up on the list that I was really surprised about that we may want to talk about for a second uh, is, and I saw it on several lists, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yes. That, that one is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah, no it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the, the argument here is that it's, a Halloween movie more so than it's a Christmas mm. movie is what most of the lists say. It works both ways. So, so the I only think reason, so too, but yeah, it definitely works both ways. But the reason I even think it's more of a Christmas movie is Halloween movies are made to just you know scare you and and you know whatever the case is for Halloween. While Christmas movies usually have a moral or have an underlining achievement that happens throughout the movie, and this movie definitely does. And, you know, and realizes how important Christmas is and how important it is to let Christmas be Christmas, not interrupt mm-hmm. it and keep, you know, stay in your lane kind of thing. So I think that could help justify why it would be more of a Christmas movie. Now, as I say that, I don't have any intentions of watching it this week, but I did watch over Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so, right. um, you know, I, 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 I'll say that. And I think that's people's other argument, too, is it's a movie that's traditionally watched around Halloween, mm-hmm. not something that's, you know, watched around christmas but you know i know none of us are really big krampus fans even though nate does have a krampus proto um <laughs> i do I, it's see, Kelly's. i'm just holding it for her yes so like that would kind of go along those same things like you know do you watch krampus on halloween or do you watch it on christmas <laughs> i don't know um i don't either because that- horror movies are scary yeah, you yeah. just read about it on Wikipedia. Uh, anyway. <laughs> another one that I was uh, found interesting uh, that was debated, and and I find it interesting that people are debating that it is because to me, in no shape, form, or fashion, is it, and that's Frozen. 
just because it takes place in the cold and it came out around Christmas is the argument that people are making that it yeah. is. And again, this is one of the ones that's not just, it's not like I found one random list where people just list in arbitrary movies. It was like yeah. on several lists that said, you know, is frozen or Here, is I'll, frozen. I'll end this right now. I'll end why the frozen is not a Christmas movie because they have a whole Christmas special that takes place over Christmas. <laughs> they have a whole movie, a whole 30 minute short that's Christmas related. That's Christmas Frozen. The movie itself takes place in the fucking summer. <laughs> so it's not a Christmas movie at no, all. There's no, no reference to Christmas. There's no. Not to, me it's, to me, it's not either. Yeah, it's um, not a Christmas I'm, movie. And it came out in mid to late November, if, if memory serves me right, in 2015, right? It came out to mid, oh no, 2014. Mid to late November, it did not get released in December, it has no Christmas tie. It's not like there's a Christmas tree in it. It's because it's cold. Does not make yeah. it Christmas. Does not make a holiday. Agreed. Uh, another one was Trading Places, which mm -hmm. is actually a pretty good movie. But again, other than the scene where um, Dan Aykroyd is dressed up as a dirty looking like hobo Santa, like to me, <laughs> it just doesn't scream Christmas either. Right. Uh, dirty looking hobo Santa. That's funny. Yes. So I would say I would say no on that one too. I would um, say I know no. a lot of people. Another one that was interesting, which I've never seen the movie, although I know of it, is Eyes Wide Shut. Yes, what? that was. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that on the list too, and it was yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. I would not consider the the movie a Christmas movie. Um, Catch Me If You Can was also on several lists. That really? is a Christmas um, movie. Yes. Yes. Okay, um, that one I can understand a little bit more of it having some sort of tie because he's like confessing over the holidays, and it's like, uh, what is his character's name? Tom Hanks uh, is. Frank. Yeah, there you go. So Tom Hanks is continually chasing the the guy, right? But it's mm -hmm. always during the holidays. It focuses on this mm -hmm. several times throughout mm -hmm. the movie that he always turns back. And he's like, I need somebody to talk to because I really have nobody else in my life. So the the central focal point about family, which a lot of great Christmas and holiday movies focus on, that has a lot of undertones on it. So I would so agree like, to some extent. So if I'm listening to Asian Tony Minesweeper here, I totally agree with that. But then I go back to my kind of measuring stick. I remember Catch Me If You Can as a good, like movie but i don't remember anything Christmassy about it like i had to be reminded by looking at this list that like what ryan said was that it does focus on the holidays like you know like it starts off on christmas there's like a flashback to christmas he's caught on christmas eve i think is what it is so it is a central theme but again i'm gonna have to say no because i don't remember that part of the movie he calls the, him every year on christmas and he's like I, I you're the only like one i have I've never seen this movie, but if that's the case, then I absolutely agree that this would be a holiday movie. I would suggest you watch it. It's a good it movie. Is actually really good movie. It is a good movie. The, the fact that it's based on true account, it, it just makes it all that much more interesting to me. Mm -hmm. yes. And there's two good actors in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Fair. Yeah, so I would recommend it. Okay, so one more before we move on to the, to the big elephant. And that's a, another stretch one to me, kind of along the same line as Frozen, but it's the Harry Potter movie franchise yeah, the re okay i this one popped in my head as a christmas movie just because they do have a significant portion of the movie and the book that takes place over the holidays harry is left at school because he has nowhere else to go 
And mm-hmm. that's where he really solidifies his friendship with Ron because they're both there. He gets gifts as a sweater. Um, it's really good character development. So it's, I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I interrupted you. I was going to say, I get why it says that. With that all said, though, every Harry Potter takes place in a year, not in one mm-hmm. segment of time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I get, I like to be like, I was thinking Harry Potter's a great movie to watch during the holidays. And that's probably yes. the part that's why. Yes. But it is not central to the movie, but it is a significant part to the story. Clint kind of took the words out of my mouth. So thanks for that, Clint. But what I was going to say <laughs> before Clint so eloquently said it instead was it's not a Christmas movie, but it's a movie I enjoy watching around Christmas, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense whatsoever. Nope, like, it does. like, like right now, like, we're or we've been binging them for a while because we don't watch usually more than one in a weekend but just we just watched deathly hollows part one uh i think it was last night uh we watched it or maybe it was friday night i don't remember now for sure but it was this weekend and it's always like on abc or freeform or whatever station it comes on it's always played marathon stuff near the christmas holidays but i think again because like clint said you kind of get that winter vibe from it but also because it's a good thing to show over holiday break when kids are home because it's a good you know marathon to you know take up the time where you show eight movies over eight days or whatever but right, i would right. say no it's not i i would agree with no i i understand why it's at least listed but i'm a no yeah you know what other movie real quick before you get to the big one that pops in my head every holiday which is not a, ho- a holiday or christmas movie is lord of the rings and I don't yeah. really understand why it pop- maybe because that's when they were released, but I'm trying to think of why that movie always kind of feels like a holiday movie to me. All three of them. Yeah. If you think about it, there's a lot of fantasy movies that play around the holidays, mm-hmm. like typically on TV, if they're doing marathons or, you know, showing stuff sure. like that, there's a yeah. lot of fantasy movies that show around that time. But I'm just, it's just interesting because like, you know, they don't reference Christmas. They don't, they don't walk. I don't, I don't even think it snows. There's the one part, I guess, in the first one when they're on top of a mountain and there's snow. Well, no shit, but <laughs> otherwise, why is it a Christmas movie in my head? I don't know, but I, I've known other people that feel that way, but I you know, good, to a point, good time to binge kind of thing. And maybe that's why. All right, moving on. Is it time? It is time, not for the game, but it's time for Asian Tony Minesweeper to make his case on why Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. The floor is yours, sir. Go ahead. All right. So most important thing that we've been talking Wrong! about. Wrong! <laughs> I, I can see Joey just speaking to say He's that. Waiting for yeah. that. Joey's been like oh, waiting yeah. for that all episode. We're talking about the most important thing in the movie being like some sort of family tie or some sort of... Thing that brings people together the whole focus on that movie is him protecting his family being pepper and him admitting and saying there's i need to protect them the one thing that i can't live without and that's you and it all goes towards the end where he basically sacrifices a lot of his stuff blows up his suits for pepper before we go into all the other stuff and the fact that jarvis has a christmas stocking um, he buys Pepper a giant bunny as part of her Christmas present. There's a Christmas tree in Tony's house in Malibu. The main focus, again, is on family. And so if, if we're going back and we're saying the plausibility that a movie like Catch Me If You Can can be considered a holiday film or a Christmas film, that is, that's the head right there. So does it not work to you if Christmas is not part of that movie? Does it not have the same impact on your life? 
I'm trying to think from like the general person's perspective that may not see it the same way that I do. There, there's two varying opinions. You can look at it in the respect that it doesn't necessarily need to focus around Christmas. It's more just a wholesome film about me protecting the person that I love and admitting that I need to do everything I can to protect them. But in my opinion, the feel of the film doesn't, it, it doesn't resonate the same way if it's not centered around the holidays. To me, really, Batman Returns, you would, you would have to make that a Christmas movie in your head too because it's really basically the same thing that most people argue. Two things. A, Christmas is a part of it. It takes place during Christmas. And then two, a lot of it has to do with family or lack thereof. Penguin was orphaned. Batman was orphaned. It's a lot of family stuff in play just as much as it is in Iron Man. So does that change your opinion about Batman now? Maybe if I understood the storyline a little bit better offhand right now. The other one that comes up time and time again, and I'm surprised we didn't discuss it, is Love Actually. Well, Love a Actually lot of holidays. It has to be a Christmas movie. There's some no people say no. That. Some people oh. say no. I beg to those differ. Those people are wrong. Yeah, those people those are people definitely are wrong. wrong. <laughs> I mean, for, God, for God's yeah. sakes, they're singing Christmas carols. Right. right. Well, you know? the kid's playing in a Christmas pageant. They're giving yeah, gifts. Christmas, Christmas, Santa, pageant, Christmas yeah. gifts, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's so many Christmas parties in that movie. <laughs> so I don't understand where some people get off saying it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Get your head Real out of cool. your ass. It's a Christmas movie. It totally is. No, there's no question about that one. That's like saying the holiday isn't a Christmas movie. It's fucking named the holiday. Anyway, where I'm going, though, you know, a lot of people do consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie. And Ryan makes a very good point that those same people who consider that one would have to consider Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie. Um yeah, yeah, great. Thanks for reiterating the same point I made. <laughs> I actually did it reversed. Yeah, He's like, I concur. <laughs> I concur. I concur, but, but backwards. I'll have um, to give him some credit, okay? I think this is what the, the thing for me. I, it's, it's credit is Ding important. the bell. Ding the bell. Oh, is that a, is that a bell? bell? Yes. Uh, I didn't know that was one. Sorry. I think the, the, the thing that we need to take away from this is that everyone's going to measure what a Christmas movie is based on different criteria. Yeah. I think there's some things you can't that you just cannot debate. There's some movies that you can't debate and there's obviously ones like Batman Returns, ones like uh like Iron Man 3 that you know there's always going to be some sort of debate because um it's a very for whatever reason it's a very polarizing topic. Um but you know like I'm just trying to think with Iron Man 3 like I I understand Ryan's idea like what he's saying about the theme of the family like you know what he's doing in it but you take that out, why couldn't he do this any other time of the year? Is there any significance that he had to do this during Christmas time or that he only felt this way during Christmas time? Was it something like back with um, stuff with his family, like with his dad, like when, when Tony was younger, like was, was there some kind of tie there that um, set this course of movie and direction was only going to happen during the holidays? If you want to go there, Yes. How much is that the one that starts off with him uh, doing the uh, I, I don't know if AI is the right thing. I guess it was where he's like, you know, reliving the moment at his parents' house. Is no. Or is that in two? That That's was actually in Civil, Civil War. War, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So then, no, no I, was, I was about to be on board with Nick's explanation. <laughs> and then you went and said, no, it was in Civil War. And I was like, oh, yep, yeah, nope, back to not being a Christmas movie. Not even considering <laughs> The it. reason why it's important that he brings that up, and I said, well, if you want to bring that up, then that's more cement. To lay the foundation here no because, that's that's fair and, and yeah. that's what we're here to discuss so right? like as you look at the continuum that is the mcu 
of course, when Iron Man 3 came out, we didn't know about all these things and Tony's troubles with his parents and him not getting the closure that he wanted. So to go to Civil War's perspective, Tony said, basically says, that's the way I wish it went. But it didn't. Mm -hmm. So he has a lot of qualms about the fact that he never really got to spend time with his dad as much as he did. And all the lack of the family tie that he was missing all those years, it's... It, lays groundwork all the way up through endgame when he actually gets to meet his dad before he's even born and he's like you'll be okay you know but is that point kind of driven home in iron man 3 like is his they lay the lack ground of a relationship okay yeah. well, you say lay the groundwork but what is what does that really mean like about like his dad's relationship and why christmas would be important to him because, because of family his family is important and the one person that he considers family is pepper even though they're not married at that point you're the most important. Um, I, I know you guys never saw this part of the... Um, or you may have saw this part of my wedding video, but there's a reason why my friend that actually did the ceremony for us chose me to recite these lines. And he's like, repeat it after me, Ryan. I need to protect the one thing that I can't live without, and that's you. So to me, it that phrase means way more to me than it probably will mean to a lot of other people. Because for most other people, it's just a movie. For me... That's my life. My wife married me by those words. And I think Ron brings up a very, very good point, too. Besides us talking about at the beginning whether the movie takes place in Christmas or not, uh, you also have to take into consideration people's own personal viewpoints and their own personal connections to said movie, right? Mm -hmm. So if, like... Uh, a dad and a son, you know, start watching Die Hard together or, you know, watch uh, one of these other ones that we mentioned, Harry Potter, you know, like if that's something you watch with your kids every Christmas to them, even though that movie doesn't even take place really over Christmas, could eventually become a Christmas movie to somebody. So I think that's the other thing you have to weigh in on, too, is, you know, people's personal not beliefs on whether it's a christmas movie or not but their personal connection to it around actual christmas time yeah because that, things that. can be holiday related just based on tradition right mm -hmm. like for me mm -hmm. we don't do bingo as a family anymore and i know we talked about this several weeks ago like what is like some of your family traditions but to me a family tradition can translate into something holiday mindset for me, one of those things was playing hot potato and playing bingo. We would never do that any other time of the year, but we would always do it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm sure there's people out there that probably have some random movie that is most certainly not in any shape, form, or fashion a Christmas movie. But for some reason, it's been a tradition in their family to watch that movie around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, something... For the Dark World, the worst Marvel movie ever. And they could be watching it every Christmas just because, you know, it, it's what they do. So to them, that is a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. So is Iron Man oh. 3 a Christmas movie? No. <laughs> to me, it is. I'm, I'm leading. See, and I, I, and I absolutely understand Ryan's point and, and why he feels like it is. And it is honestly that kind of discussion has is, is, is made me think more around um, – that hey maybe maybe it might be but Joe, so yes or no Nate? i don't know i i really don't oh, know I'm, come on what a sissy i need to watch out. it again and uh i'll get back to you in, in two to three business days okay clint <laughs> i'm going with no just because yes! uh, the, the, yes! the Batman returns um i mean you right, you tony minesweeper that's fine i, I 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, it's it's not a disrespectful thing, but it, I didn't, and I still don't really, unless I see it again and change my mind, don't think Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Under the same logic, um, it has to be Iron Man 3 is not a Christmas movie. That's the only reason why. Here's the kicker for anybody else that wants to feel this way. And this came up last Christmas uh, around the same time. And I, I mentioned Joey in the tweet. Disney and Marvel confirm that Iron Man 3 is, in fact, a Christmas movie. So if it's coming from the source, then... <laughs> okay, Disney Plus has it. a holiday movie section. Is it listed in their holiday movie section? I will go check and I'll let you know. The answer is no. Oh, you already <laughs> checked. Okay, I see. Did you already Did you check? check? Maybe. <laughs> see? Uh, You'll never know. I'm, I'm going to check right now. I'm going to check right now. All right, pause Minesweeper for a second and go <laughs> go check and see what it says. You can multitask. Okay. Disneyplus.com. So is it the plus size, uh, plus sign.com, or is it plus.com? P-L-U-S. Oh. I don't think the plus sign actually works in a URL. I, I was about to say. Uh, well, not for that purpose. It's yeah. just a conjoint word. It's a yep. concatenating thing. Anyway. Using well, big words, be, concatenate. Yeah, right? Not everybody says that. I understand what you mean. But. Yes, I, well, it's a, you use Excel and stuff, it comes up. Anyway, um, excellent discussion, actually. I hope, uh, I hope people have... Uh, if, you, if, you, if anybody listening to this has any opinions on any of these, or even movies we might have forgotten, share them. We'll comment on the t- comment section on Twitter and Instagram. Why not? So, and tell you how wrong you are. Well, like this will make Joey real mad. Uh, on Disney Plus holiday movies and specials, Home Alone 2 is listed as a holiday movie and special. Why is that going to make me mad? I thought you didn't like Home Alone 2 as a Christmas movie. Oh, it is a Christmas movie. It it has the same thing. It takes place around Christmas. I mean, the, I don't the, think the it's a single plot device. The second the first one. One. Uh, yeah, but you remember the whole uh, st- uh, Toy Store thing? It's uh, around Christmas yeah. when it happens. Mm, to me, the lobby it, of the hotel decorated. It's totally a Christmas movie. Totally so is movie. Iron Man 3 less of a Christmas movie than Home Alone 2 then, since it's not in the <laughs> Disney Plus holiday section? It is not in there. We can confirm oh, that. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if we can. Should and be, by the way, I don't think we can have degrees of holidays. It's just, it is it or is it not? I mean, oh, a lot okay. of the movies in here, a lot of the <laughs> stuff that's in here is X character Christmas special. Mickey's mm-hmm. Christmas Carol, Winnie the Pooh, A Very Merry Pooh Year. That sounds actually very, <laughs> it's very bad to say. A very, very 2020 year by Winnie the Pooh. Uh, That's wonderful. What day is today, Piglet? Today is today. Shit. That's <laughs> how it goes now. But really, if, if I scroll back and forth to a lot of the actual movies that show up here, one of the circular themes is family. And so I'm sticking to my my smoking gun here in the situation and that Tony needs and always will want to protect the one thing that's most important to him. And that, that one fact alone is built upon movie after movie, whether it's an Iron Man movie, whether it's Captain America, civil war, whether it's Endgame, it's that's the compounding thing. And of course he ends up giving the ultimate sacrifice, obviously. Okay. That's true. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. For that Point proven. Point proven. Speech. So, so you. we still haven't agreed whether or not Iron Man 3 is a Christmas It movie. doesn't matter. You don't have to agree <laughs> with me. All that matters is I know that it is one, and it means Iron a lot Man to me. 3, everybody listen carefully. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. 
to Ryan. Yes. Yes. And that's we can agree with that. That's that's where we'll leave yeah. that. And that's where we're and that's and where it'll we always agree. be a very important movie to me. I right. should actually clip that part of the um, ceremony video and actually play it, so people and our friends can actually see. Like, and I'm I'm not trying to use this to drive a point home or anything. It's just it. I I want people to know how much that phrase means to me, because it'll be there for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's the Forever it's the it's literally ever. the words that I uttered when I married my wife, mm -hmm. and it also helped me to calm down and stop my uncontrollable bawling. <laughs> I'll be honest. No, the fact that my friend went as far as like tailoring everything about the ceremony out to make it less um, traditional, I think is a good way to say it. Because I was a wreck, dude. As soon as I saw Michi walking down the aisle, I started bawling. She was crying. <laughs> I'm like tearing up just thinking about it now. But when he told me to repeat after me, it psyched me out of the situation. It made me realize that this is this is the best day of my life. And he's making it extra personal for me, and it's memorable, you know. Yeah. And I just went off on an extreme tangent. That's not what we're here <laughs> to talk about. But I should, I should totally do that just to show you guys. Do it. I get, I get, I gave in as much as I'm going to give in. Right. That's fine. And, and and after your story with with your wedding, that's what made me finally give in to the point that I gave in to. <laughs> so you will never push me any further than that, sir, because you pulled out the big guns for that one, and 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 that's his as good as it gets so maybe he wasn't playing minesweeper he was actually preparing a ball this is dissertation on why our man is a christmas movie um so one thing i know ryan you mentioned uh disney came out and said iron man 3 was a christmas movie um on the flip side of die hard bruce willis um star of die hard came out at some point and said he doesn't believe that die hard was a christmas movie but we, we all know we yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bruce Willis. Who is he? Who does he think he guy. is? I mean, he's a, he's an action star. He's not like you know. He's not Santa Claus. Yeah, he's not Santa Claus. He's That's right. He's not even a reindeer. He's not. You sit on a throne of lies, Bruce Willis. <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, one more good. thing. Yes, Iron Man three has quote unquote Ralphie in it. That is true. That is true. In fact, he he so didn't direct it. He did something in it, right? No, okay. If if we want to get to that point, the guy that um plays I can't remember the scientist's name in the original Iron Man that Obadiah Stane tasks to recreate the arc reactor is actually the kid that played Ralphie. True fact. Right. Right. Yeah. But the right. reason why I say Ralphie, he and Rhodey are in that bar or restaurant. He's like, I loved you in a Christmas story when he's talking to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that. different random Christmas things in there, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. Cool. I always make it weird. That's part of my job here. Yes. <laughs> no. So this was a good discussion, and I think like this is... I've got a week and a half off of, of work, and I think I'm going to have to revisit some of these movies, as I hope you guys are listening to um, this episode will also join us in doing, and um, sharing your thoughts on what you guys think about these movies and whether or not they are Christmas movies or not. We're always up for discussion and interactions on Twitter and whatnot. So, yeah, please do. Please please tell us we're wrong. Please tell us we're right. Um, or tell us anything we forgot. Yeah. Yeah, other movies that you guys think uh, kind of fall in those gaps uh, with Christmas or not. 
um, or just want to tell us we're a bunch of idiots and we appreciate that interaction as well because Joey texts me daily and tells me I'm stupid. Yeah. Just to make me feel something. You're dumb. <laughs> there wow. <you> go. <laughs> Anyways, Joey, time's it. It's game time. Clint didn't do the uh, drum roll. I didn't. Sorry. It wasn't as hyped as last time. My hey, mistake. You know what? For you, this game is named for you then. It's called Use a Ho Ho Ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was, that, was I supposed to be offended or surprised by that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> pleasantly surprised? Very pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah. All right. So this is going to be a quick fire one. I'm doing something a little bit different this time. See how it works out. It's an experiment. Uh, you will be given a Christmas clue. Uh, you will buzz in if you think you know the right answer. Uh, 10 points if you're right. There's no penalty for getting it wrong. Oh, perfect. Clint loves these yep. ones. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you can steal. So if they're wrong, you can still sweep in. I'll, I'll go to the second person that buzzed in. Uh, the first person to get to 50 points wins. Ooh, okay. This could be over quick. Or it could take <laughs> could forever. Be. You're out of options. You're like, uh. uh <laughs> we'll see. Okay. So first question. Here we go. How many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? Clint. Four. Four is correct. Very good. Next question. Where was the baby Jesus born? Clint. Are you looking for a location, like on a map, or yeah, just in a manger? Okay, location. Bethlehem. Bethlehem is correct. <laughs> Next question. I'm shaking my head. Right. Why? Because I'm slow. Oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's your problem. <laughs> the movie Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is based on a real life department store. What is it? Clint. Macy's. Macy's is correct. <laughs> the world's fastest game at this point. Next. In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Oh, Clint. That, that one I Paris. don't remember. Paris is correct. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described with three words. What are they? Yes. Ryan. <laughs> Stink, stank, stunk. Very good. Yes, Ryan's I got. I'm, I'm happy. I got on the board. Ryan's on the board. He I got Ryan point. Ryan and I broke his stride. So I'm happy because he got four in a row. Yes. I didn't know the answer, though. I will say that. Next. In which modern day country was St. Nicholas born in? Clint. Turkey. Turkey is correct. And Clint is our <laughs> super fast winner. Oh, so this what the just hell? proves to me that we cannot do this again if Clint is here. <laughs> Let's let's keep let's play some more. Oh, do you really? Clint want just to... wants to answer questions. Well, no, no, no. Just because you worked on it, let's let's. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep going. We know Clint won. It's yeah. Fine. No, no. Keep doing it. We got. Do you have time, Ryan? Do you have time to? Yeah. to, to... I want Nate to get you at put, least ten points. You put the work yeah, into right. it. We want you to. Yeah. It, it really wasn't that much work, but thank you anyway. All right. <laughs> what words follow "Silent Night" in the song? Clint. <laughs> Holy night. Holy night. I think I just want to embarrass all more. Yeah, he just does. Like, he I, just, I, I just wanted to play. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> night. Tom Hanks plays how many different roles in the Polar Express? Oh, hell if I know. 
I don't know this. I don't know this. <laughs> finally doesn't I, I don't know, know it. I don't know it. Um, just guessing. Minus, if you minus answer wrong, points. you lose all your points. Yeah. What if I just don't answer then? <laughs> you already buzzed in. Oh, You're gonna have to say right, something. Right. I'm gonna say four. No, it was actually six. Six. Mm, six. I could think of two, but all right. What is Scrooge's first name? Clint. Ebenezer. Ebenezer yeah, is I need correct. That one too. What did the What did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head? <laughs> Clint. Game to life. By the way, guys, I have to tell you. Oh, this, like, you need to be more specific or you're going to lose this game. Wait, if you want to say they came to life one day when he put an old silk hat with the old silk hat they found, and then we placed it on his head, he began to dance around. So, there we okay. go. <laughs> um, but anyway, real quick, uh, I don't know if you guys haven't seen Geek Together last week in Robbie's or, or yesterday, in Robbie's sack, he showed a piece that's in Mighty Jackson. It's a, it's a frosty. And his nose has fallen off, and it is full. He's sitting down, and fell down right where his uh, his jingle bells are hanging out, and it's a very <laughs> funny piece. I recommend you guys all check it out. His jingle bells, eh? Yeah, so yeah. they really are two snowballs with a carrot on top. But anyway, well, <laughs> oh, that's like in Dumb and Dumber. Okay, how many more y'all want to do? How many more you got? A bunch. That's why I said. It's up to them. I'm up to you guys above. I just want to see Clinton get something wrong. Okay. He has got something wrong. I got, I got the, the Polar Express one wrong. What is Ralphie's it. little brother's name in uh, A Christmas Story? <laughs> I don't know this one. Randy. Yeah. Randy is correct. <laughs> Which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? Clint. Dixon. No. Ooh. Cupid, damn it. Cupid is the correct answer. Uh, oh, man. I, I got the question there. I didn't understand that it. Yeah. Womp womp. Your, uh, you know what? That's a good note to end on. Let's end on Clinton getting an answer wrong. <laughs> that was fun. I actually liked it. And what part of the yeah, reason? I wonder I, why. I, you got like. All right. Well, because he, has, he has a kid. Points. I think well, that helps. That probably doesn't hurt. I will. Yeah. Well, not with Christmas Story or, or Miracle on 34th Street or anyway. My point is um, last time we played a holiday themed game, Kelly was on and mm -hmm. you all kicked my ass like i rented i ended up with negative you know thousands of points so you mean negative um, eight points I, I i lower than that like it was negative oh, eight wow. points times like three so Whoa. yeah like that's I, a lot of negative doesn't math there Nate. Stupidity. anyway <laughs> negative times three is still much less than zero yes <laughs> <laughs> i did Nate, it guys Nate does math. i did it guys i did, did the it. math you're the real winner nate and Jarvis Landry just scored a touchdown, so I am absolutely a real winner. Nate, that warms so, my heart. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Joey. Uh, sorry that your game resulted in Clint winning, but thank you for uh, doing story. the game. I know you hate it when Clint wins because um, he does it so often. But it was a it was a fun game and very sorry though. Yeah, are you are you sorry? Eh? Are you, hey, you were sorry, not me. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But yes, thank you, Joey. We appreciate that. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week for this uh, at times heated discussion about whether a Christmas movie is actually a Christmas movie based on a revolving door of criteria that we kind of made up on the spot. Um, but it's kind of what we do and we enjoy it. What's that? I said that's what we're best at, just making it stuff is. up. It works, yeah. It works, and we have a great time doing it each week, and we do appreciate you guys tuning in. 
uh, listening, hanging out, interacting, all that. So we do truly appreciate you guys. A um, couple of last second things before we wrap it up for today. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, make sure you're playing dorksman bingo at dorksmanbingo.com. Um, and that's always always fun. Please share your bingo cards. Um, we are five days from Christmas. Please be safe this year, whatever you're doing. Um, you know, it's going to be different for everybody, but just be safe. Enjoy your time. Yes. Um, things happening this week. Uh, like we said, our schedules are a little bit up in the air. I know Ryan will be streaming tomorrow night. That's uh, Monday night. Uh, he'll be playing some Call of Duty probably. or Probably doing some, Call uh, of Duty and getting upset as I die. So if you guys <laughs> like the... If you guys think Joey yelling, no, is funny, you guys should go see some of the clips of the dumb shit that I've done. There you go. Yeah. And you got Ryan to swear. So congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all winners. We're all winners. So that's at uh, twitch.tv slash Agent Tony Stark. So mm-hmm. make sure you give him a follow, give him some love. He'll be on tomorrow night. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Clint doing some Mario Kart. Mario. Um, so Mario, Mario, Mario. It's a me, Whatever. Mario. Whatever. It's a me, uh, Mario. Luigi's brother cart. Um, so, so add Clint on Twitter, Collector Clint, if you want to uh, get his friend code and uh, beat him in some races on Tuesday night. That's always fun. Uh, he usually yep. plays with Sully. So, if you ever want to interact with both of them, they'll be streaming on a Tuesday. Um, what else do we got? Possibly a Dorksman game night on Friday. It is Christmas. Um, yeah. So it will all depend on how things go with each of us. Um, I think if Clint will be on, I'll try to be on a little bit later in the evening on Friday as well. But uh, no promises that we'll, we'll be doing it. But if we do, we'll be sure to let you know on Twitter. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Oh, show. And then, of course, show. next Sunday for the pre-party at 3.30 Pacific, we'll be back. Yes, we will be back. Because it's the in-between. Mandalorian Season 2 review. And hot takes. Spoilers. Oh, lots of spoilers. Lots of spoilers. So please uh, catch up on Mandalorian before the following week's episode. Yep. Because we would hate you to be spoiled uh, by us because that would be not nice. But yeah, oh, that's, a, that, that's a discussion for next week and I'll save it for the podcast for next week. Yeah, they've week. been there forewarned. Yeah, they've been forewarned. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up for the night? Everyone's so. shaking their heads. Happy holidays. Um, I mentioned this on the pre-party, but in all seriousness, guys, we've all been very separated over the course of the last nine-ish months. If you do have any friends that are single, that do live alone, maybe don't have a lot of social interaction with friends or family, I would highly recommend that you check in on them and just see how they're doing right now. You know, Christmas and the holidays are a very social time for many of us. And because the season is not the same as we would normally expect it to be, I would just highly recommend you check on them, see how they're doing. Mental health is a very important thing. A lot of people are struggling these days with being separated. So real talk, please check on your friends and your family. Let them know that you care. Well put, Ryan. It's very it's it's a nice and simple thing. Just check in, just say hi, see how everyone's doing. Yep. Um it goes a long way for sure. Yep. Even if it's Joey messaging me at like 7 a.m. and being like, hey, you're a dummy. It's it's nice. Hey, to dummy, how are you? Are you any exactly. stupider today? <laughs> Not possible. Ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, well. I feel yeah. a lot from here. 
sick burn. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> can you feel the love tonight? All right, let's wrap this up. Anyways, thank you again, everyone, for listening and following along. We do appreciate you. This has been a crazy year, uh, but we do appreciate all the support. Um, yeah, new episode will be live tomorrow morning. So, with that, <laughs> when you hear this, <laughs> when you hear this, you, this episode will be live because you would have known that it was live <laughs> uh, because you just heard it. Um, <laughs> and with that, that's my secret. I hate the other three people on this podcast. Thor The Dark World is an Arbor Day movie. <laughs> Word homies. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Not! Not!